In today's show, we look ahead to Tuesday in the NBA, what's happening, what we're watching for, and of course, some streaming targets, Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com and you can find me on Twitter as always at redrock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnNBA. Thank you also for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. If you didn't see the injury update show I posted earlier, check it out. But you can see on the YouTube here, no beard. It's all gone. I'm growing a mustache this month for November. But Josh, it's no shave November. Yes, in America, that's what you call it. But I believe it started in Australia as Movember as we grow Mo's called mustaches to raise awareness and to raise funds, more importantly, for men's health, prostate cancer, testicular cancer, men's mental health awareness, and suicide. So if you do want to donate to support those causes and watch me grow a dirty mustache, I will post the link in the description of this show and in the show notes, and it's on my Twitter as well. And if you just search Josh Lloyd or Josh Lloyd Fantasy Basketball, Locked On Fantasy Basketball on the Movember site, you will find that there as well. We're going to talk about the action for Tuesday in the NBA. Warning. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> Bulls-Nets is the first game. The Nets are the only team with that back-to-back across these two days. Um, ben Simmons sat out, or will sit out Monday's game. Whether he returns in this game, I would expect that he does. Um, I also expect Joe Harris is unlikely to play in the back-to-back. He's going to play Monday. And Seth Curry is going to sit out Monday, meaning he should be back for Tuesday. So I expect Curry and Simmons to play on Tuesday. I expect Joe Harris to be out. The Bulls have already ruled Andre Drummond out. But there's also concerns about Ayo Desumu with his thoracic contusion. He's questionable. Zach Levine with his knee because this is a Tuesday-Wednesday back-to-back for the Bulls. So Levine has sat out the first of the back-to-backs so far this season. So watch for him to be out. And Kobe White. But if Desumu, Levine, and White are out, it's a lot of guards out. That means we're all hunting rabbits. Be quiet. I'm hunting rabbits. Yeah, Alex Crusoe is a massive stream option because you've got so many opportunities here. Like, he needs one of Desumu, Levine, and White to be out to be a great option. Even if they all play, he still can be an option on a four-game slate. If all of those guys are out, if two of those guys are out, he's going to smash. It's a great opportunity for Desumu. Last game, for Caruso, last game with Andre Drummond out, we saw for some reason Patrick Williams play more minutes. He got 32 last game, not saying that he's a great option, but with Drummond out again here, and with them playing very small ball lineups, there is an opportunity for Williams to at least become a stream option. I won't say that he's a great option because he isn't, but there is a big opportunity for Pat Williams to step up his game. For the Nets, I want to see what Seth Curry looks like. In the situation where Harris is probably out, does Curry's minutes 
play? Does he play 25? Or does he stick at 18? What's the injury ramp-up process here for Seth? I don't believe that Seth will become a 12-team league guy, but he could. It's going to be him and Harrison O'Neill sort of de- debating or battling for minutes. And then I want to watch Claxton. I don't think Simmons will sit Tuesday. I think he will play. So that means low minutes for Claxton, most likely. Claxton is really pigeonholed into being a punt free throw guy. If you're in a roto league, it's really it's almost impossible to hold him. A 25-minute guy shooting 20% from the line or whatever he's doing, like it's really impossible to hold that. But we'll see what he's able to do for head-to-heads, but he's really pigeonholed to specific teams, I think. The second game we take a look at is the Golden State Warriors taking on the Miami Heat. The Heat are actually favored in this game by three and a half points, and the total's 218. Now, that's a very early line. That could change. The Warriors will be without Dante DiVincenzo and Andre Iguodala, while uh, what's his name? Victor Oladipo will be out for Miami. Uh, Omer Yatsevin will be out, while Dwayne Dedman, the undertaker, is off the injury report, so he should return. What am I watching for the Warriors? Well, I want to watch to see... What am I missing? Why is James Wiseman still rostered in 12-team leagues? Like, I know where he is. He's on rosters. Where should he be? On the waiver wire. Do something to change my mind, Jim. Don't hold him. Although, don't hold him. This is a great roster opportunity for him because it is a low-volume day. The Warriors do have the most low-volume days in the NBA. That is the only justification for having James Wiseman on your roster. Um, Clay Thompson returns. Clay Thompson, I have been asked this question multiple times. Do I drop Clay Thompson? And it is really hard to suggest that, but the production would say yes. I would still hold, but with the understanding that Clay Thompson at best, at best, I think, is top 80, absolute best. Most likely, he's the 100th best player, 110th best player. And you might have to make a hard call. Let's see if he can turn it around. For the Miami Heat, it's been a bit up and down, I think would be the fairest way of saying this for Tyler Hero. Everyone has a hero. True. Zero people shouldn't have a hero. Can Hero get some consistency in the starting lineup? Um, Look, the minutes are fine. They're fine most days, but he's had some real up and down performances and it's going to push him back out to the top 50 into that 80 to 90 range. I think that's pretty, it might actually be at the moment, but can we get some consistency? And then I want to see what that means for Max Struess, who's played 30 minutes in four of the last five games. And the one that he didn't was a game where no one played 30 in a blowout over the Blazers. So he's basically a 30 minute a night player at this point. Um, He's producing nice value for threes in most of these games. And scoring, I don't expect it to last long-term, but what he's doing at the moment is there. So we need to pay attention to that. We also need to pay attention to LinkedIn jobs because if you are in charge of hiring at your company, whether you own the company or that's your job, you're hiring, the best place for you to go is LinkedIn jobs. People, they we find the right people on LinkedIn jobs. Simple as that. The right team, right people for your team for faster and for free. And hiring is such a big cost in time, in actual monetary cost, in training, and losing a staff member because they're bad, set your business back. So go on to LinkedIn Jobs, create your job, it's easy to do, do that, and then go to your profile and add the purple hashtag hiring frame so that people know that you are hiring. And using their screening questions, it makes it easy for you to focus on the candidates that fit exactly what you need with the right skills and experience for the job that you're looking for. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. I wish I had the LinkedIn Jobs option available to me. When I was trying to hire staff for the pharmacies that I worked in, I did a lot of that sort of work. And sometimes it's just a drain on your time and you've got to make sure you get those decisions right. 
So LinkedIn Jobs will help you find those qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's linkedin.com slash LockedOnNBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. After you've done listening listening to Locked On Fantasy Basketball, check out Locked On Sports today. It's our short daily recap of all that's happening across the sports world with input from all of the Locked On hosts, the experts in their market. So check out Locked On Sports today wherever you get podcasts. Magic and the Thunder is the next game. The Magic Thunder. Yeah, let's go. Um, the Magic are one-point favorites. The total is 219. Now, down the bottom of this, because when I created this graphic, it was true. Um, Jalen Suggs, I've listed as out. He is not out. Jalen Suggs is questionable. Michael Fultz is out. Cole Anthony is out. Gary Harris is out. Jalen Suggs is questionable. So, add him. Add him. He's the only guard that's available. Add him. you got to add him. Steals, assists, upside, the shooting, wax and wanes. You've got to add him. He is an add. All those guys are out. We also are likely, I think, to have the return of Josh Giddy for the Thunder. I want to watch, though, on the Orlando side. I did want to watch RJ Hampton. Now that Suggs is maybe back, I don't really want to watch RJ Hampton. He's definitely not a 12-team league guy. But let's see. Can he get value over a Kavon Harris or a Caleb Houston? Is Bowl going to be able to maintain 25 minutes with Suggs back? I don't know. We will find out. Also watch Wendell Carter Jr., whose shooting numbers are in the toilet. They're so low. And that's impacting his overall production. His rebound numbers are also a little bit low. I think there is a little bit of a buy-low window on Wendell Carter. And I say this because people have said, hey, I'm dropping Wendell Carter. And I go, uh, settle down. Like, don't drop Wendell Carter. But if people are deciding to drop him, that means you can buy low on him. I think that's one of the main, that's one of the big things about this show that I host, Locked on Fantasy Basketball, is that I hear so many things. I see people tweet them at me. I see posted on Reddit forums. I see it posted in Basketball Monster forums. I see people post it on Instagram. I see so much stuff. I don't see everything. It's impossible. You don't see everything. But I see so many different things of people asking me questions that when I see this thing appear multiple times, I go, oh, okay. If people are worried about Wendell Carter and they're thinking of dropping, that means the buy low window is wide open. It's same as Jabari Smith, another one. Wide open, man. I'm going to drop Jabari Smith. Okay, wide open buy low window. Drew Holiday, man, this guy sucks. Wide open. And now until he's good. Kyle Lowry, get rid of him. Wide open. This is part of the stuff that I try and bring to on this show. For the Thunder, I want to watch Shea Gildas-Alexander. You know why I want to watch that? Because he's the number one player in fantasy basketball this season. Yeah, for everyone who panicked and picked him, let him fall outside the top 50. I think initially I had him at like 20, I was picking him around 22, 23 before the knee injury. Then I dropped him to like maybe 37, 38 around that zone. And that's obviously too low. I am not as well. Again, the tanking discourse is annoying and it's overblown, I think. Might Shea sit some games in April? Sure. Maybe. Don't play fantasy in April. There's your solution, which should be adhered to. Anyway, anyway, Shea's the number one player this season. He's been ridiculously good, which is all exactly what he did to end last season. Let's watch the Bronco as well. Broncos country, let's ride. Jalen Williams was great in his first game... Um, Back, can he continue to do that? Especially with Giddy back. We are desperately watching to see the Jalen Williams minutes distribution. The last game of the day is the Wolves and the Suns. The Suns are five-point favorites. The total is 230. I tell you who's been bad, this bloke. Really struggling, Anthony Edwards is. Bad shooting nights, bad free throw nights, lack of defensive stats. He just doesn't look right, especially when they play Gobert and Towns together. Let's see if we can get something turned around. If you want to talk about bad, Jalen Noel was putrid. With Jordan McLaughlin out last game, he played 10 minutes. He couldn't hit a shot. 
He's probably more of a 14-team league guy than a 12. You can you can stream him in for sure if you want to get some points and threes boost, but long-term, I don't think so. And then for the Suns, Cam Johnson. I think I think that buy-low window might be closed. He was pretty solid last game. I think he had 16 points and four threes, and that's not far from a reasonable expectation for him. Also, I want to watch Chris Paul, who the offense is just not there. Like, he just doesn't score. The shooting's off, but he's still bringing the other stuff. So there is maybe a little bit of buy-low there on Paul, uh, Chris Paul. Because people always gravitate to the points column first off. They always do it. Now, I guess the people who drafted Chris Paul maybe don't focus as much on scoring, but he's still underperforming that expectation. So hopefully, he's able to get that scoring up. We know DeAndre Ayton is out. I expect they start Biombo again, but Landau and Biombo will probably split minutes while Ish Wainwright is questionable, and Jordan McLaughlin, with that heel problem, was likely questionable as well. In terms of the back-to-back Tuesday-Wednesday stream, you're not probably going to get much value out of it because there are 11 games on Wednesday, but we're looking at Heat players and Bulls players. So Caleb Martin, Alex Caruso, Javante Green, Gabe Vincent, whoever's available, Bulls and Heat, they're you guys for Tuesday-Wednesday we're looking at. If we're just looking for Tuesday streamers, Caleb Martin tops that list, Terrence Ross, Kevon Looney, Big Jock Landale, Mo Bamba, amazingly, even though he's not very good, but there is an opportunity for Bamba with the low-volume games to at least give you maybe something. Um, Trumaro KK, who I think might actually just be bad. And of course, Alex Caruso is a really good streamer, especially with so many options to um, sit on those Bulls guards. For deeper leagues, these guys are all available in 90% plus. Javante Green, Trumaro KK, the Oklahoma City Mudflap, Kenrich Williams, Cameron Payne, if you're looking for assists, Payne's always a good option there. Jermichael Green, Moses Moody, Aaron Wiggins, and Gabe Vincent. And in points leagues, these guys are all available in 50% of leagues or more. Jalen Williams, the Bronco, Royce O'Neal, Caleb Martin, Bismack Biombo, Terrence, why the hell did I write Moss? Jesus Christ. Terrence Ross, Kevon Looney, Jock Landau, and the Winter Soldier, Max Struess. And that We'll do it for me for a little quick What to Watch For show. Follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on Odyssey. And if you're on YouTube, you thumb it up, you ring the bell, you hit the subscribe button, and you leave your comments. Guys, we're done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.